This is the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're bringing our Jets guest, and that is Matthias Farley, safety for the Jets right now. And Matthias, thanks for giving us a few minutes here. So is, is Matthias Matthias? Matthias, I think, is probably the way I should Matthias, be saying it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, my bad. I, I yeah, apologize. Matthias, yeah. You know good, what it is? All good, all good. I covered hockey for many years, and there were a lot of Swedes, and they would say Matthias. So I'm just stuck on that yeah, for some yeah, reason. Yeah. So my bad. Let me first, so let me ask you, like what you know? And I, I ask. I feel like this is it's not a loaded question because it's a real curiosity. Fans react. Fans are emotional. Fans are angry. Fans go through a lot of stuff. But an zero and six locker yeah. room has got to be an interesting place. It's got to be. I mean, what is? Just take us in there. Like, what is the room like? What are conversations like? Are guys just our heads down? Is there no eye contact, or is it different? Because people on the outside, especially ex NFL players, Bart has said this too. Like, like you need leaders to start standing up, speaking up, saying more things, not letting guys walk around with their heads down. What's going on in that locker room right now? Well, I think it's just that, Alan. I think you know. Obviously, the season has not gone the way we expected or anticipated or have worked for it to go. Uh, but the locker room is really coming together. You know, we had a similar start to last year, and guys really started to gel and come together. We finished the season really strong, and that's that's really happening um, in our locker room on a day-in and day-out basis. I think, uh, you know, with all the COVID protocol, that we've moved the lockers around to so buy different guys. So the team is really getting to learn about each other. Uh, outside of our position rooms, and I think that's something that's going to be really beneficial for us moving forward. You mentioned COVID. Everybody's had to deal with this in the league, but we are seeing like various teams look like a lot of times where it's not enough practice time. We heard the the, the Patriots talk about that. Other teams are also just discussing how it, the first couple of weeks of the season feels like preseason because it's the first live action you're actually getting other than playing against your own teammates. How much of that did you feel? I mean, you've been in the league enough now. How, how much of that did you feel? Not having a preseason at all and then jumping right in week one, having to play competitive games against another team that you haven't been really prepared for? Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment. You know, I think, you know, growing up playing the game, uh, you know, whether you're in high school or college, you know, you have a jamboree, you have live scrimmages, you have uh, basically live live game reps before the season gets kicked off. So I think that's, you know, definitely something to take in consideration. At the end of the day, it's, it comes down to us executing and taking ownership of, you know, the start we've had and, and doing everything we can to make sure that we're moving up and forward, uh, not going on the start of the Jet, season. Jet safety, Matthias Farley joins us right now on the show. And, and so one thing that did happen after the game this past week is that one of the team captains, uh, Steve McClendon was traded. Did that come as a shock in the room? What kind of impact does it have to lose a captain, a leader? Well, first and foremost, you know, I can't say enough about Steve and his, his leadership in the time that I've been here. It's my second year here, and Steve is really one of those guys that uh, everybody looks to. I think he has an infectious personality. He's obviously been around for a long time in this league, so he imparted so much wisdom, and we're all grateful for that. At the end of the day, the NFL is a business, you know, and uh, – Things like this happen. It happens all the time, and it's just uh, one of those things. I think it's eye-opening for a lot of young guys who maybe haven't seen, you know, midseason trade uh, necessarily. But at the end of the day, we are very grateful for Steve and everything he did for us, and the and the wisdom he's given us. And you know, obviously, wishing nothing but the absolute best going to Tampa. 
You say that it's it's eye opening. I, I know last I think it was after the game, Avery Williamson was asked, or even maybe before the game, Avery Williamson was asked, like, what does a a Le'Veon Bell trade say to the room? And he said, that no one's safe. You know that, that you pretty much realize that that yeah, your yeah. performance matters. I mean, is that when you say it's an eye opener? Is that sort of what it does in the room? Like, okay, you know, it's it's you know, you you got to perform, or you might be out of here. I mean, absolutely. I, you know, being in the NFL, there's there's always that reality, Alan, you know, that no one is safe at the end of the day. Anybody can get cut. Anybody can get traded at any point. Uh, I think we try to not think about it maybe as much because it's ever present. But at the end of the day, when something like that happens, it's just that reality check that, you know, this is this is a game we're all very grateful and fortunate to get to play, but it is a business as well. And, you know, in any business, the organization is going to do what they see is best or, you know, at the end of the day. So as players, if you haven't seen that as a young guy, I mean, if you're in the league for more than six months, you're going to see, <laughs> you're going to see it now, oh, yeah. you know, uh, a grasp of it. But I think, especially for just the rookies, you know, they haven't seen even a normal, what a normal season, preseason OTA looks like. So it's definitely eye-opening for some of the younger guys for sure. Now, there was some news made, again, before the game with Greg Williams uh, talking to the media and talking about how some of the issues that you're having on the defensive side of the ball are not really all just the defense. It's, you know, and I think that's insinuating a lot of times it's field position, what you guys are putting, you know, the pressure you're put under that the offense isn't uh, getting a lot done. Therefore, the defense has to keep getting back out there on the field. That can suggest there's some finger pointing going on in the locker room. I remember a year with the Jets a bunch of years ago where a defensive player and offensive player, I believe it was Sheldon Richardson and, and and Brandon Marshall one time were getting at it in the locker room because one was saying the other one wasn't holding up uh, their end of the bargain. Is any of that going on in the locker room? No, no, there's not. You know, at the end of the day, we have to play complementary football. That's offense, defense, special teams. Um, I don't think you could have any unit, you know, offense, defense, or special teams look at ourselves in the eye over the course of this year and say that, you know, we've played the potential that our group can play to and should be playing to. So uh, there's not finger pointing. Everyone just has a mindset of getting better, improving every day. And we have to play complimentary football at the end of the day. You know, special teams can't uh, miss out on opportunities to swing the field uh, position battle. And then, you know, we got to execute offensively and defensively as well. All right, there was a little bit of breaking news as we're talking right here. Not involving your team, but a team that you had just played. Uh, you just played the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the starter. But at the end of that game, Tua Tonga Viola got into the game for his first experience, and now the Dolphins are naming him their starter now after the bye week. I know you guys didn't see a ton, really, of Tua. It was just at the, that last series. But you had any reaction at all to the Dolphins going to the, making that move? I mean, it's not really pertaining to us and how. So, you know, obviously he was a great college athlete, had a great college career, and, uh, you know, I'm sure they're excited about it. But, it, you know, he's not in our building. So I wish him nothing but the absolute best as I do anybody. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys have your own, yeah. best interest for their organization. Yeah, yeah. You guys have plenty more, to, plenty to focus on at, at this point. You, you I don't think you'll yeah, see them until after the buy now. At this point, right? So, it, it won't be a factor. At least yeah. it won't be on your radar until then. All right, I, I can't let you go without at least having some some fun to talk about. So, as a safety, seeing Marcus May make that make the interception, and basically they're calling it, you know, the I think the butt the butt interception or whatever they want to call it uh, after the Jets yeah, have gone yeah, through yeah. butt fumbles and everything else. I mean, we've seen we've seen David Tyree catch a football on his helmet and help win a Super Bowl. This one's a little bit different. This is the ability to actually use like your glutes <laughs> to hang on to the football. How much fun do you guys at least have with him in that moment to see a play like that? 
Well, I, I mean, I told him uh, we played Pittsburgh last year, not to backtrack, Alan, but we played Pittsburgh last year, and he had an amazing pass breakup at the end of the big game, kind of similar situation, deep ball, uh, knocked it out the last second. I was when I said, Mark, that's the greatest play I've ever seen in real life, uh, you know, live. And then after this play, you know, the ball went up in the air. Mark is one of those guys, when the ball's in the air, he really has to go get a mentality. Uh, I think that's evident. So uh, for him to come down with that ball in that situation, you know, it just speaks to the athlete he is. It's literally the greatest play I've ever seen, uh, you know, front row for sure. And uh, definitely just is a testament to his athletic ability. But also, you know, at that point in the game, we still be going after it like that. Nothing but the utmost respect for him. Have you had that in film room yet? Have, we, have you seen that a few times in film room yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all got the iPad after the game. You can watch the game on the plane on the ride home or, you know, when you get home, whatever the case may be. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody didn't go back and rewind that several times. It's just, it's just crazy how it happened, you know, right. to be able to pin it as you're hitting the ground. It doesn't right. come out. You, you have one arm behind your back. I mean, that's pretty special right there that's why we do squats <laughs> Matthias, <laughs> that's why we, that's why we do, if you skip leg day it might not have happened you know? <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah no, no question about it. Matthias I appreciate a few minutes here hang in there good luck the rest yeah, of the season absolutely. all the best yeah thank you Alan take care don't miss Bart Scott and Alan Hahn weekdays at 11 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN